You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple. Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow. Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. How you doing? I'm doing good. I am doing good as well. I feel like in the beginning of these, I need to ask you a different question. <laughs> okay. I don't. You know. don't want to know how I'm doing? Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, yes, I do want to know how you're doing. <laughs> don't don't set me up like that. I do want to know how you're doing, but that's how I that's how I open all of these, right? And so maybe we'll come up with another question that I can ask you. Okay. Um, but anyway, I'm glad that you're doing good. I'm doing good as well, and. We're back again for another episode of Trade Secrets. And, and you just asked me who we have this week. I'm going to keep saying it. We have great guests. We do have great guests we this week. We have a phenomenal couple mm-hmm. that um, we're just so glad that they've taken the time to share with us. Who do we have? Today we have Van and Simona Watts. I'm so excited about this one. Van and Simona Watts are a couple who have learned how to draw closer to each other and more importantly, closer to God when experiencing difficult times in marriage. Mm. Well, Van Simona, thank you so much. We are excited to hear from you. Thank you for mm-hmm. taking out the time to be with us. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We're no, excited no to be here. Listen, let's jump right in. Those who are listening, they already know we are suckers for a great love story. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start at the very beginning. How did Van and Simona meet? <laughs> What's the love story? <laughs> Who's taking this one, Van? <laughs> uh, well, I'm a cheapskate. And I was I was growing my hair out. And uh, I said, always go find myself at Simona's house to get my hair done. And uh, corn, during the cornrow era. Oh, okay. And uh, one thing led to another. And then we started dating. And here we are. Wow. Awesome. So so she she was she was hooking up hooking up the yeah. hair. And that's how I started. Yeah, corn, cornrow love. Hey, that's cornrow what, love. I love it. Yeah. That's that's and what's I, up. You, you know he left out a lot. Ann and I, we met at Oakwood for an undergrad, and he happened to be my one of my good friends from high school's roommate. And Van was quiet. And so all we knew about him was that. He was tall and he could play basketball. <laughs> and so I knew him, but we really didn't hang out for real at Oakwood. But then we came to Howard and we're at Howard at the same time. And during that time, we kind of got to know each other better. And it was funny because one of my close girlfriends told me she was going to start dating Van. And I was like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> all, ki- all kinds of hate. Dan- Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> And I wasn't hating because I liked him. I was just like, mm, nah, girl, you know, he's, he's pally, we East Coast type thing. And little did I know, next thing you know, I'd be marrying Ben. Wow. <laughs> and and, and how, how long was that? So you were, were you dating at Howard before you got to Howard? No, we were actually dating. I 
graduated from Howard. Yeah, you graduated. She was Howard. I was working in my my field. Oh, so okay. from maybe 2000. We started dating 2003. We got married 2005. Okay, yeah. okay. Wow, okay. So a couple years. Yeah. So okay. yeah. After the first month, he knew he wanted me as his wife. Wow. Okay. I love okay. It. okay. You guys, you got anything to say about that van? I was, was gonna like, say, is that accurate? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's accurate. Actually, uh, actually, he he left out one part. You did want me from the first day you saw me. Oh yeah, that's a good story actually. Oh, let's that, hear uh, it. Hey, well, we need freshman, to hear that. Freshman year, <laughs> it might have been first semester freshman year. I was going to Carter Hall and I saw Simone and her friend, and um, all my friends were like looking at her friend. I was like, "Oh, you guys are crazy! Is see what Simone is wearing? That black and red dress." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it really started from there. She actually caught my eye. Oh man, that's that crazy. and at at Howard, and we saw my buddy and I were driving to Howard, and we saw this that's girl funny. walk across the street with this nice size rear end, and we're like, <laughs> "Oh man, who's that?" So we get closer, like, "Oh, that's Simona." <laughs> so we're there, and they're like, "Oh, Simona." <laughs> Hey, hey, listen. Hey, that's that's real, right? We we are, you know, as men, we can pick out some visual components that are components. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to be good. You know, we can pick out some things that are visually a please, you know, pleasing to us, and, and it's all good. That's what it's all about because um, there is, you know, as love and and marriage and relationships are concerned, you know, we we talk about the you know, emotional things. And we talk about, you know, the communication and we talk about those different things. But if you really want to keep it a hundred percent honest, there is a physical component to mm-hmm. healthy relationships. Oh, yeah. You need yeah. to, you need to really like what you see. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's all good. So, yeah. so you guys are married now, right? And <clears throat> we're going to get a little bit into to your story as well. I you know you have some things to um, to share with us, but talk about the the first uh, let's say five years of marriage of marriage. Talk mm-hmm. about the first five years. Were there any revelations? Were there any adjustments that you needed to make? Were there? Did you have some aha moments? Some oh, uh, who is this person? Kind of moments. That, what was those? What were those five years like? First five years. We actually got along well, right? Yeah. We did. We did. Um, Van is very even kill, kind of mild mannered, mm-hmm. right? Now he's, I mean, I'm saying mild mannered, but he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 you know, if, if we're going to get into it, it's going to be me, you know, all feisty, all, you know, just mm-hmm. going off and mm-hmm. talking, talking. And Van is very even kill. Mm-hmm. And I remember the, in, I don't know, maybe it was our second year because we were still at the condo. And I don't know what happened, but Van got mad at me and he yelled at me. And like, it was just so out of, out of character for him. And I remember just standing there like, you laugh? yeah, I, I laughed. Because wow. <laughs> he, he exploded. I was like, what in the world? Because I was, you know, I hadn't seen that side of him. Right. And for the most part, he's, you know, he's real, real chill. He's going to be the, the level head, quiet one. So mm-hmm. it's just funny, you know, you get to learn somebody, you don't learn your spouse the first month, the first right. two weeks, you know, nope, it's, sure you're learning don't. every day. Yep. So, you know, that was just one of the funny moments that stuck out. 
Now, in my mind, <laughs> did you did you have to adjust? Because obviously you were dating, you're dating before, so you knew that um, Van was um, very even keel, right? Were there adjustments that you had to make, seeing as how? Your personality is not the same as his. Were there oh. some things that you did during the dating phase to to make adjustments yeah. or were there things that you did after you got married or both? OK, so here's the when you said that this is the first thing that jumped out of my, of my mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, the clo- oh, that's the second thing. OK, that, that was the second thing. Oh, it's actually a bunch of things. But what, what I was first thinking of is I'm so social. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, now, mind you we have the same group of friends. Like all Van's friends are my friends, right? Mm-hmm. So when we were dating, we'd all hang out, we'd go out and do things. And then when we got married, Van's like, I don't want to go. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I don't want to go. I'm like, huh? You know, because I'm social, I want to hang out. I'm like, you set me up. <laughs> but, you know, that's him. He's not He's not the social one. It's funny because literally, most of the time his friends will have to call me to invite us places and they're his boys. <laughs> his boys but that was an adjustment for me because you know I get upset like what do you mean I'm trying to go here and we going together mm. and you know Van how do you adjust to that because you didn't adjust yeah I mean I mean I did because it, it came to a point where it wasn't that serious for me to just to really dig my my heels in and mm-hmm. no I'm not going it's like it's not that serious because I know you got to choose your battles yeah, yeah. Even, even recently just like this past week I know you wanted to spend the night at your, uh, your parents' house, but I wanted to go riding, so I'm not going to say, no, nah, I want to spend the night. Be on the same token, expect you to be okay with me go riding. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know. Yeah. And and I'll say, now that we're in this thing 15 years, I've kind of adjusted more because now I you know, I don't sweat them so much about not wanting to go places and stuff. I just go by myself. Right. Sometimes, you know, and it's fine. Yeah, you know, it's true. Like Van said, you got to pick your battles Something you got to pick your battles, and also there is like compromise mm-hmm. in there. You know, you got to give mm-hmm. a little bit more than you typically would like to, or you got to mm-hmm. kind of, you know, give take a little bit more or or hold back a little bit more than you typically yeah. would like to. That's true, and that's that's just part of um, that's part of the relation. That's part of a relationship, right? You have two people that are coming together. And those two individuals are very, very uh, seldom are your personalities an exact match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very seldom are, you know, are your likes exactly the same. Mm-hmm. You do have couples like that. But what I'm saying for those that are listening is that there is going to be some level of adjustment. There is going to be some level of give and take. Mm-hmm. There is going to be some level of compromise. That's just what happens uh, when two people come together and you're trying to create this team. So I love that. And and I love that. Here's what I love. And I'm, I might be putting words in your mouth and you can correct me. But <laughs> here's what I love about what I'm hearing from you guys is that you have each each allowed each other to be who they be who are they naturally. Are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it works. Mm-hmm. And, and it yeah. can work. You know, for those that are listening, it can work. You do not have to swoop in. And try to change somebody into something that they are not. You won't be able to. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you will fail. <laughs> yeah, you will fail. <laughs> yeah, and Van saying that, I'm like, he, he's better at it than, than I have been. I've gotten better. Because mm-hmm. another thing, you know, that really 
Van, when I say he's laid back and I grew up, my dad went to, you know, my dad is a suit man. He's the GQ man. He, you know, dresses nice. So that's what I, what I look forward to. Mm-hmm. And Van, you know, he, <laughs> he a little outside the box. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's better now. Like he would come, he came to church one time. This is when we were, before we were dating. He has shorts on and some, <laughs> some chucks. And I was just like, what the world? <laughs> Let's go. So, so when we got married, you know, I'm giving a fuss, like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. And then when we had kids, I was like, my son is looking to you. No, no, no. <laughs> but what was so funny is, what was Brayden's favorite outfit? Double-breasted. Uh, <laughs> double, double I love <laughs> it. Wanted to wear bow ties. Wow. <laughs> so great. Right. He came up with his own personality, own sense of style. I love that. That's what's yeah. up. I, I, You know, I think it's great. Me personally, because I think yeah. with us, we can kind of relate to that. There are some things about me that are, um, you know, different than maybe what, you know, Nisi would mm-hmm. prefer. Mm-hmm. We'll use that word, you know, <laughs> and, and but it still works because we are able to, you know, look past some things. We're able to make some adjustments. And there's some things that I obviously have, you know, have done to to. I don't know, bridge the gap, if you will. Yeah, and that's what it's all about, really. That's, that's what it's all about. So, all right, yeah. so we, we see now that the team works, right? <laughs> the yeah. team works. Yeah. You know, both of you have your perspective uh, roles. Both of you have uh, your personalities, and they work. We see that it clicks. So as we're kind of moving through life, right, and for those of you who may not be familiar with Simona, and we'll talk about how you can connect with her um, at the end of the conversation, but as you're kind of moving through life, right, as it does with all of us, uh, there are some twists and turns and some things that really kind of shake us sometimes to our core. And we kind of want to move into that because Simona, you, you know, you guys talk about um, that. And I don't want to give things away, but, you know, you'll hear from her about, you know, how you can get a book and those types of things. But talk to us about just the just how life turns and what what that looked like for you. I don't want to tell your story, so I, you know, you mm-hmm. can give us as much or as little as you want. But talk, uh, just talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for me and Van, you know, just to give a little quick synopsis of how our marriage went. When we got married, I was in law school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were on the one, one income and we were looking forward to the day when, oh, yeah, you go and the firm, you make that big money. And then so I got to the firm and then we were trying to have a baby and it, it was it was challenging for whatever reason. It was just not happening. Mm-hmm. And then God did eventually bless us with a child. And when we got pregnant, I felt I maybe, you know, I don't know if really the Holy Spirit was telling me. I do believe that now, but I felt the strong impression that I really needed to stay home. Mm-hmm. So we had another life transition by going back to the one income, but now we have our son. Mm-hmm. And then our daughter came right after that. Mm-hmm. So I think our first big challenge in marriage was me being a stay at home mom and trying to adjust to living in the DC area off of one income, mm-hmm. you know, and you, both of us, you know, when you are in school, you have all these <laughs> thoughts about where you guys are going to be financially and how it's going to be. Right. And, you know, 
And actually, we never talked about me staying at home. I don't ever think I thought, you know, oh, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. When I got pregnant, I felt the impression. And then, you know, we just made the adjustment. Mm-hmm. So we, we had our adjustments in that phase, right? Okay. Both of us were on the same page. There was the right thing to do. But it did not take away the fact that it was seriously challenging yeah. mm-hmm. financially, mm-hmm. right? Well, uh, just a little background to even that because I know where you're going. But right after Brayden was born, we moved. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And two months after Brayden was born, right after we moved, I lost my job. Okay. Wow. Because they, they walked in and just, this would be your last day. And that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lord, his guidance is amazing. You'll see how it all comes together. Mm-hmm. I got employed at my where I am now. I think two weeks after I was like, go for my other job. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it Which was cruelly the, the biggest blessing. Wow. This new job mm-hmm. based on True. our circumstances, how everything evolved. Like that foundation, that job was the biggest blessing. That yeah. was, that yeah. was the job you were supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Talk- yeah. So and that's the point. Mm-hmm. Um, before, before you keep going though, with, with your story, just, um, for for those that are listening that may be stay-at-home moms, what is um, a piece of advice that you would give to them? Because it's a different dynamic, right? When you have a parent that stays at home and you have a parent that's working, the dynamic can be at times different than when two parents are working or, mm-hmm. or, or different than any mm-hmm. other scenario, mm-hmm. right? What are some tips that you would give to the stay-at-home parent as it relates to just ensuring that just the cohesiveness between you and your spouse remain, that you remain intact. Mm-hmm. What, what would be a piece of advice mm-hmm. that you would give to that stay-at-home mm-hmm. parent? Yeah. One thing I would say is, you know, communicate, <laughs> mm-hmm. communicate, 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 because there was a lot of frustrations. I mean, again, our frustration was money, which yeah. I'm sure is, you know, the frustration for many people because yeah. money is not an issue. I mean, staying at home is not, that big of a deal, it's not a challenge, you know, yeah. it, it, it's, you know, it's not, but that was something that we had to do mm-hmm. talk a lot. And in our, well, then, I mean, just, just being real, like band, we, we saw a counselor in mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you want to speak on that? Oh, yeah. I, I, for, at that time I was battling depression. Mm-hmm. So I actually saw, um, salt medical mental health. Uh, which is probably the best thing to do. They gave me definite tools to use. And it was a Christian counselor too, which is even an added bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, tools that uh, even sometimes to this day to really, you know, give me through those, uh, those, those tough financial times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah I, and- I'm a proponent of that. Yeah. Um, if, if uh, and we tell, a, we, we tell a lot of folks that um, I use this analogy it's a frivolous analogy, but I use I use it quite often. Just I I had a an issue where there was water coming out of the sink in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I did everything that I thought I knew, mm-hmm. and this water would not stop. Yeah, and so at some point I was like, you know what, babe, I got to call somebody, right? Because either we're going one, I'm not going to abandon the house. Because that's ludicrous. Two, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Two, I I need to fix this or we're just everything's gonna be wet. Mm -hmm. So I gotta bring some folk in. And and I I use that a lot just to 
let people know, hey, this is not, there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. right? If you feel mm-hmm. like, you know, going to uh, a um, clinical uh, professional will assist in you being able to unpack some things, being able to uh, deal with some things, to to understand some things about yourself or others a little bit more clearly, that is something that you should not shy away from. So, yeah, I, I applaud that. I yeah. applaud that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I interrupted to get the, that little tip from you. So so continue with, with with your story. Yeah. And so just on that communication piece, because, you know, there could be frustrations in the marriage and you could feel like it's me. Oh, mm-hmm. because, you just, you know, you're staying home with the kids or. He could feel like it's him. But the reality is it was the money, right? The money that was stemming this. And when you have the conversations that you dig deeper, then you realize it's not me and you. Yeah, It's just something that we're dealing with in our marriage. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was good. Yeah, And and actually now I'm looking back, I'm like, God, God, you're so good. Because Mm -hmm. maybe it wasn't even a year before everything happened that you went to the counselor. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, it was, it, it was, was before, Brady. Yeah, it was right, yeah. Before, it was right before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm like, if, if that hadn't happened, where would you be Yeah. afterwards, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, so the staying at home thing was a challenge. And so as we kind of go into our story, I, this is what was so ironic to me. We were leaving for church on a Sabbath morning. And the whole frustration about the finances came up. And... I said something to the effect of, you know what, we got to get past this money thing because money is challenging. But what if something happened to one of our kids? Mm. And I tell you guys, it was like the same week that Brayden got sick. Okay. Isn't that just mind blowing? (laughs) We had this conversation. And the next thing you know, um, it was Valentine's weekend. We went away on a marriage retreat. Mm -hmm. And when we came back, we picked up the kids from our friends and Braden was complaining about his head hurting. Mm-hmm. At this point, we had Braden and Savannah. Are, they're a year apart. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and he was complaining about his head hurting. And from that complaint, within seven days, we found out that he had brain cancer. And mm. he was going into surgery. So it was like a whirlwind of events. And when it first happened, we found out. I remember Van said... Remember she said, Van, if anything happens to Braden, I am done with God. That's mm-hmm. literally what Van said when we found out that Braden was sick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, dealing with the whole, dealing with a sick child, mm-hmm. first of all, it's something that you just never imagine. Mm-hmm. Like I never thought about it, right? Especially with cancer. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'm more, more worried about, you know, me and Van, as far as, you know, we need to be healthy. We need to do this. Never in my mind thinking that one of our kids could end up having cancer. Mm-hmm. And especially when you do what you, they're kids, first of all. Right. 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 <laughs> I mean, they're kids. You just don't, you don't expect it and you don't expect it to be that serious. So going through that whole period was challenging and especially challenging, Van, you remember when Braden was like, why am I sick? He asked me that, like, why? Yeah. Mm. Or why do I have to? I don't know how he said why, it. Why do I have to sick? Mm-hmm. Of course, I, I, I couldn't really answer it. So right. I said something, but he just, he just told me God called me off guard on that one. Yeah. Right. Right. 
I can imagine. You don't, you don't have the answers. Right. You don't have the answers. Mm. And so from February of 2014, Valentine's weekend, we just had a, you know, life was turned upside down. Mm-hmm. And it was just immediately for me, I realized, you know, we were worried about money. Money was the least of our concerns, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. when he got sick. It was just totally out the window. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a, the first blow when the doctors told us that Braden had a 50% chance of survival. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as parents, we're trying to absorb all this mm-hmm. and then trying to balance putting on a smile for your child's face, right? right. For your child. Yeah. Right. Trying, trying to balance all that while you are dying inside and mm. hoping that he's not experiencing this. Mm. And then yeah. at the same time, I just remember thinking like, we still have Savannah. Mm-hmm. We don't want her to, you know, I, you know, you just. It, it's a lot to think about. Yeah. It a is, lot it of hats to juggle. And, you know, we, we, we did it the best that we could. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so, you know, our story, <laughs> Brayden, unfortunately, he declined. Mm-hmm. He did not get better. And within, I think it was five, five months, five, six months, five, six months mm-hmm. he, he died. Mm-hmm. And even in that journey, you know, me and Van going to, you know, being together the whole time, I'm like, oh, no, God's going to heal him. God's going to heal him. God's going to heal him. You know, I just had this, mm-hmm. this, this attitude, like, my mind is not even going there. Brayden is not dying. I can't. Mm-hmm. Literally, I didn't think it. Mm-hmm. And Van had the more, I mean, he works at the hospital, the more, I mean, what do you call it, Van? You're more of a, a not a pessimist, but he thinks more of the facts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the hopeful. He's going to look at, what does this look like on paper? Mm-hmm. So he's right. seeing what's happening and he's like, this is not looking good. Yes, he's praying for the same thing, but he has a different attitude toward the whole process than I was having, mm-hmm. you know. And so, and it wasn't so bad. We kind of, we, we balanced each other off during that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. God, God is good through the whole thing because the little things that happen throughout the way. My mm-hmm. cousin works or she does something for insurance companies. So mm-hmm. we never had to worry about insurance, anything mm-hmm. from start Beautiful. to finish. Mm-hmm. She wow. took care of everything. Praise God. Then, you know, there's most of the fundraisers, you know, that was, it was, everything was always taken care of. Like everything got handled. Yeah. I was off. I, w- I went out of work for, I don't know, maybe like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Never miss a paycheck. Maybe longer than that. Maybe longer than that. Because we went to Philly. Because yeah. at my job, you can donate hours for fellow employees. Oh, that's so, so because great. I had because I was at this hospital, there were some other jobs that never would happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because at this hospital, this job that I got when I was fired, right before Brand was born, mm-hmm. just being there, my, my rapport with all my coworkers. I'm gone for like two months, never missing a paycheck. Never oh, missing a paycheck. That is like, fantastic. Everything was like set up and I we didn't even know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. God, God was, was orchestrating God was it all. He really, really was. Yeah. And then after he died, that peace that passes all understanding was just it was just so amazing mm-hmm. just yeah. to, to feel that, you know, there was no real hysterical crying. It was just mm. it was just a peace that just wow. came over us. It was just fine. Oh. It was crazy yeah and, and i gotta say something about that just you know again with us being different mm-hmm. <laughs> um when you know when Braden was declining and they told us that he was gonna die and you know because they, they told us that you know mm-hmm. um maybe a month before he died they told us that mm-hmm. and i just you know i didn't accept that we, we were trying our hardest i wasn't accepting that 
And in the, oh, there's a lot of details, but just me and Van balancing each other. Mm-hmm. In the process, you know, people were calling and, you know, everybody's like, oh, we're praying, you know, this and the other. But then there were other messages coming and, you know, people saying, you know, God gave me a message that he's going to heal Braden and this, that and the other, you know, false prophet. Advances false prophet. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I realized, you know, looking back, mm-hmm. when you're vulnerable, the enemy is going to attack, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? You're still, I was desperately wanting my child to be healed. Right. So I was listening, you know, at first I was like, wow. no. And when Van said it, when they, Van first heard it, he was like, no. Like the rational mind kicked in, like, no, that is, you know, don't even listen to this. Mm. And then it kept coming. The, the calls kept coming. The messages Jesus. kept getting deeper. This is what God showed me. This is what God told me. And oh this is going to be a testimony for you and this, that, and the other. And I was holding on to that, right? Mm. And Van never, and that was what's so funny. <laughs> no matter what I said, Van was like, I ain't listening to this lady. Right. <laughs> and he was right, right? Yeah. He was right. And mm. when God kind of shook me out of my, you know, out of my fog, like, come on, Simona. What is the test of a true prophet? Mm-hmm. Because in in that in those conversations, the messages changed. You know, the word was, "Oh, God changed His mind." Wow. Brady was gonna die. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, come on, that's not God. That's right. not God. But, but you know, Van balanced that out. And then on the morning that Braden died, I remember Van came and called me into the room, and he was like, "You know, we gotta we gotta pray about this thing. Like, literally, this mm-hmm. might be happening." And so. We, you know, we prayed and we actually like literally God got through my head. Like you need to really pray for my will to be done and not your own will. Mm. And we laid by Braden's side and we prayed for God's will to be done. And Braden died right there while we were on our knees. Wow. And so after he passed, I was, you know, I mean, I'm hopeful. I, I, I am who I am. Mm. <laughs> I was praying, God, please raise him. You know, mm-hmm. I'm on him praying, praying, praying. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he just had to stop me. He was like, Simona, it's done, right? Mm-hmm. It's done. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, how God kind of balances us off. Because who mm-hmm. knows? I might be still laying on him today saying that. For, you know, I was, I was desperate. Your yeah, mother right. was desperate. Like, God, right. please do this. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, the balance was there. That's and then, great. go ahead, Denise. Sorry. No, I was just going to ask the question, with, you, with the both of you balancing each other out, at this particular time, was there ever any, did you just accept Simona that he was balancing you out or did you push back? Was there pushback or conflict in you guys' relationship because of that? No, not at all. Great. None whatsoever. That's why I'm like, God was, God was all up in that space. He he really helped us. He really, really did. No. Not at all. And it's, you know, what's amazing. mm -hmm. Sorry to interrupt. You know, what's amazing. What's amazing to me is that we don't often think about when we think about compatibility. Mm -hmm. Right. We're always thinking about compatibility in the sense or referencing maybe positive things. Yeah. Right. Mm. So you and I are compatible and, you know, our level of compatibility allows us to you know, be successful right. allows us to be the power couple yeah. and allows us to be all these. Yeah. We think about all these positive things, but we don't think about compatibility in, in trying ref- times. Right. In reference to going through what hands down mm-hmm. 
the hardest thing that you may ever go through, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We don't think about compatibility in reference to those things. Yeah. And it's just amazing how you started out in the beginning talking about, you know, personality differences and mm-hmm. um, and now looking, you know, not even knowing what you were facing mm-hmm. years later and that mm-hmm. those personality differences and not only the personality differences, but your ability to navigate those personality differences without trying to change each other, mm-hmm. without there being a whole bunch of, you know, conflict would be mm-hmm. um, a catalyst for healing in your relationship. Yeah, that is phenomenal. It's only yeah. God. It's only God. Yeah. That only is. God. I got a question. Um, I'm curious, <laughs> right? Because you, as you started to tell this story, you 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 made a comment and you said um, uh, that Van, Simona, you made a comment. You said Van said that if anything happened, mm-hmm. that he was done. So so Van, because, you know, your personality right all through this, you're able to kind of see things from a logical standpoint. You're able you have this level of discernment to see that, you know, all of the that everybody don't got a word from God. Um and you're seeing these things. What what was the transition point between you making that mm-hmm. statement that you were going to be done to the place where you're actually kind of at at parts of this? It sounds like you kind of put this on your back. Yeah. So what what was the transition point? Uh as far as trying to follow the question, well, for me saying that, yeah, well, for, I, when he's talking, I'm thinking this man. Well, yeah, you from, being done from, from you God saying, where yeah. you are now, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, where right. I am currently. Oh, well, even uh, not even currently, but just to the point where you were now starting to because you were the one that said when when Braden was about to decline, you were the one that said, you know, we need to pray about this. You called Simona in and said. You know, we have to pray. And you guys were praying for God's will to be done. But you had previously stated that if anything were to happen to Brayden, that you wouldn't want anything to do with God. Right. So the question really yeah. is, at what <clears throat> point at what point did you change your mind about that? Or did you? Um, well, it, it wasn't like a light switch, but it started when after he passed, the feeling I had, like I wasn't. I wasn't really angry. Okay. It was just a peace that kind of, like that kind of was just there. Right. Like it was just a, really just a relief because the things that with the visuals and the things that we had to endure mm-hmm. was just so so immense. Yeah, that was like mm-hmm. it was just almost like he's better off not being with us. This mm-hmm. is how his life is going to be. So mm-hmm. it was it was a slow process, but I think the process started mm-hmm. right after and the feeling that I felt. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let me add, because Van, because you don't remember, it, it was a process for Van and not saying that, you know, when Braden died, Van didn't have the attitude like, I'm done with God. Mm-hmm. But you did, but you did struggle with God, right? Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He, str- he struggled with God. And it's, you know, it, it's interesting how God dealt with both of us because, you know, I, it was like in that moment when, when Braden died, it's like maybe I, God had bought me through my grieving process and kind of shook me up and got me where I needed to be right at the point of his death. Right. Mm-hmm. So then after that, I kind of, not that I was good, but I, I was in a good mental space, like kind of really processing everything. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, Van was was a little upset with God. I mean, you know, obviously, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yep. in that time, this is when God is like pushing me into ministry. So I'm still sharing, you know, I'm starting to do the speaking, I'm writing the book and all this other kind of stuff. And this is challenging for Van, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Maybe, yeah. Opposite. I yeah. told everyone, I don't want to, I, told, I put it on Facebook. If you see me, don't talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm bringing mm-hmm. it up. To, to the email at work. Mm-hmm. I don't talk about it. I don't talk about it. I was just that opposite. Yeah, total opposite. And so, you know, and again, God was good in that because I know it had to be, it had to be difficult, right? To sit in audiences while I'm speaking about our greatest pain, right? right. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's tough, but, yeah. but God did it. And then one thing God had to really show me because, you know, I had to like, you know, God is good. Like, well, we can't be mad at, you know, you can't push that on somebody when they're, um, Mm. grieving yeah. and processing right yeah you know in, in my heart sometimes I want to be like come on man you know God is good right you know this that and other mm-hmm. but God's like be quiet wow. you know you can't you can't do that mm. he is processing at his you know where he is you're processing where you are right at this point in time right and you know and God did work it out and we and we said advanced because you know I was like no counseling I'm not telling anybody not to go to counseling but mm. this is kind of where we were That's for different right. reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I told God because in the process, God had clearly told me that we were going to go get through this thing in victory. Mm. And and like clearly I heard his voice clear. So I assumed victory was Braden's healing. Mm-hmm. That was not the victory. Mm-hmm. So then I have the attitude, okay, if this is victory, then I'm expecting you to be my counselor. Mm. Okay. So you got to do it, God. I'm not going to anybody else but you because it's what you told me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ben, on the other hand, had the attitude if you haven't lost a child, you can't say nothing to me. Gotcha. So counseling, who's going to counsel me? That was his attitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with these two different attitudes, we just agreed we're going to communicate with each other. Let's just make sure that we keep this communication going and yeah. we, you know, be each other's counselors. And, you know, it worked for us. Great. It really, mm-hmm. really did. It really did. And I know it was God mm. helping us through the process. Yeah, because statistically, this one say that statistically we should be divorced or something. Like oh yeah, that. that's, yeah. that's what one of our, one of our friends told us before mm-hmm. Braden died. I was so hot. I was like, mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. didn't tell us that? Right. You know, we're trying to fight for his life, oh, but I get it. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I yeah. get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. But you know what? Let let me. Can I interject real quick? And just just for the folk that are listening, right? You're hearing this story. We got to be careful, man. What what comes out of our mouths? Yeah. In yeah. the name of encouragement mm. and in the name of a word from God mm. and in, in mm-hmm. the, you know, under the, the, the guise, if you will, of, you know, um, I'm, I'm taking on the mantle of, you know, being, you know, somebody's sustenance. Cause mm. you, you know, mm-hmm. you just, you gotta be careful. Yeah. You yeah. gotta be careful yeah. because you don't know where mm-hmm. people are. And especially you said something, I think it was, I think it was Simona, you said something about you beginning to, you know, or God speaking to you and saying, what's the test of a prophet? Mm. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you got to be careful because you'll get exposed at some point. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah, if you yeah. have somebody like Simona that, you know, it, it wakes up one day and is like, wait a minute, God, should, you know, open my eyes mm. so I can see if, you know, mm-hmm. if these folk are really. You know, if you're sending them my way or if these just some jokers yeah. trying to throw me off. Mm. So we really have to be very, very careful about what we're yeah. saying. And if, if you don't know, 
if you don't understand, like Van said, you know, mm-hmm. Van said, if you haven't gone through it, yeah, you know, just sometimes you just got to be like, listen, I'm, I'm gonna pray for you. Yeah. Maybe that's the only yeah. thing you can say, mm. right? Yeah, don't I try agree. to start prophesying and all that kind of stuff, you know. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But I want to ask you this, right? We've been, t- we've been talking about your story, right? And I want to. I want to come at it from just a, a different angle because you had another child. You have mm-hmm. another child. Oh yes, yes, yes. So what? What was the? Because you're you're consumed, obviously, with, um, you know, with the child that's sick, and there's obviously there's got to be a whole lot going on there with, you know, doctors and and so much attention that has to be paid. How was? How did you go about balancing that with the other child? Mm. And that was tough. You know, we, when we went to Philly, first we thought we weren't going to take her with us because we had to travel for his, for his treatment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we were like, no, you know, she needs to come to, I mean, she was only three. No, mm-hmm. she was four. Mm-hmm. So we're like, you know, she needs to come to versus having her stay with my parents, something like that. And she was there every step of the way. And it was really good for Braden. They were best buddies. You know, they're only a year apart. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, I, I think it was good. I think he would ask, where's Savannah? the times when he was at the hospital and she wasn't there. So she was there. And I think the, the challenge that came, cause they were, they were two coolest little people, uh, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they didn't, they yeah. didn't know yeah. what well, Braden knew. He understood that something wasn't right, but Savannah didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I think, but our, our biggest challenge was she's four. He died in California. We go back home we left Braden in California, you know, just, just the processing. She didn't understand that he had died, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it, it was challenging. That's all. Yeah. It yeah. Was, you know, it was challenging. It was new for all of us. Right. It was just really. And I think that's what made it harder. Then you have her asking all the time, mm, yeah. I, you know, can I have a, can I have a, another sibling? Mm. I have a sister or a brother. You know, she just asks all the time. Oh, and that, that's something I want to share with you guys, too, because I think that's just a good um, summary of how God worked everything thing yeah. out for us. Yeah. Mm. Um, but can I tell you one more thing before? Please, I, um, please. Go ahead. Go there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so in the in the handling difficult times, you know, you really have to rely on God. Yeah. And because we're grieving, you know, there were times I remember Van and I got into a big argument. Mm hmm. He was either he was he had left, he was on his way to work or something. We weren't together when this happened, and it was bad. And I was so angry, I was so angry, and you know I had all these regular thoughts in my head, you know, <laughs> the things I wanted to say and do. And then God was like, you know, just stop and pray. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say that in our entire marriage, I had never, and, you know, this is not good, but I had never really stopped and like, okay, God, I'm gonna surrender this to you. Mm-hmm. But I did it that day and I just had to calm myself down. I was like, God, you got to handle this. You got, you know, I just really prayed and just stepped back from what I wanted to say and what I wanted to do and all the words I wanted to tell him off. Mm -hmm. And after I did that, it might've been like 20 minutes. Van called me and, you know, we had our, it was, everything was fine. And we realized it was just the enemy, you know, and it's, we weren't arguing because of me and him. We yep. were grieving. Yes, right. exactly. We were grieving. Right. And so that was like the biggest lesson to me. Like if you really, you know, even though it's hard because you have your emotions and you want to, you know, get your point across, when you really surrender to God, he will come into your marriage and he will help. 
Yes. And that was the, the turning point for me, seeing God work that quick. Mm. I, like, I don't know if I can go the whole day like this. Yeah. <laughs> but he, you know, he moved quickly. And, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of just, I can't remember what it was, what the argument was about. Wow. Yeah, you don't even remember. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's, hey, hey, that's phenomenal because, and, and honestly, that's, you answered a question I was going to ask in terms of mm-hmm. just, you know, you know, what your advice would be. And you said something about just going through the grieving process and, and, you know, folk that are listening, that is something you have to understand that it is a process, right? Mm-hmm. And you're two different people. So that process may look two different ways. Yeah. Yes, it does. Um, yeah. And just, you know, what you said, just surrendering to God and just allowing him to, you said something that I thought was phenomenal. You know, you told God, you're going to have to be my counselor. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Like you got to, you know, <laughs> yeah. right. the whole thing to me was just wild. Like I could not believe <laughs> what had happened had just happened. Like what? Mm. But you know, God, it's like, yeah, you got to fix this. God knows. Yeah, he does. He does. And he did. Man, he did. I, I, I love it. And I, I don't want to keep you guys too, too much longer, but I want to ask you this because for those of you that are listening, Simona is a great speaker. She has um, gotten on several stages to share her story and to share an encouraging word to those that may be going through um, what they went through or may have gone through what they went through. What at what point during this time did did you feel that calling? Oh, yeah. This is okay. Um, before Braden even got sick, mm-hmm. literally, literally, it was in 2013, the end of 2013, I was really struggling. You know, I'm a stay at home mom, you know, I'm not working per se. And I just felt like something was missing in my life. So I was really praying about it. And it's was, it was the point where I was getting frustrated, like really frustrated with God. Cause I'm like, what is going on? And then God showed me that he literally wanted me to speak, mm-hmm. to be a speaker. And I, you know, I, that was something like, oh, yes, I could see myself doing. I hadn't really thought about it, but I was like, yeah, I could see that. And I shared that with Van and Van was like, yeah, I think that's one of your your gifts. Mm. And so at this point, I have no idea what that means, what that even looks like. Wow. And God kind of showed, you know, nudged me to look into my spiritual gifts test. And when I did, my spiritual gifts were leadership, faith, and exhortation. Mm. And so that exhortation, you know, encouraging people in the Lord really kind of stuck with me. So mm. then two months later, however however long it was, when I found out that Braden's sick, literally, you know, when the doctor told us in the hospital, I had this conversation with God and I was like, if something has to happen with Braden, I am not going to speak for you. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind, I'm like, people who encourage other people, you know, they pe- there are people who have gone through hell. And mm-hmm. I'm just you know, not knowing what this hell is going to look like. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. And mm-hmm. that is when God told me, Simona, literally, like word for word, as I remember it, what makes you think I won't bring you through this victoriously? Wow. And so that's why I thought, you know, victory was Braden's healing. Right. But, you know, mm-hmm. now looking back, no, 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 no. Victory is you're going to get through this trial. And you're going to walk in the purpose that I've designated for your life. And you're wow. going to do it in victory. Wow. And so it, he was working it, you know, throughout the whole process. Mm-hmm. That's why I just want to give God a shout out. God, you're so good. <laughs> Amen. That's what's so up. Good. He Absolutely. really is. 
He, he had is. the plan all right. along. You're right about yeah. that. And, and that's not, there. there's other blessings, in, yes. you know, yes. on the back end of this story, right? Talk about that. Yes. Okay, so as soon as, and then you can speak on this one too, because as soon as, this is another, I guess, part of our grieving. Mm-hmm. As soon as Braden died, what did he say, Dan? You have to have another child. I mean, that that was like, yeah. Wow. I had a bisectomy, so I was like, this is going to be be miraculous how we're going to pull this off. We're looking at adoption, and that, that's another uh, cost, a uh-huh. high cost. Yeah. So then we uh, go the, the reversal route. So I had a couple of surgeries. I mean, the whole thing was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. We, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, first we started off with, man, you know, God can um, just give us a baby miraculously, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got the pause, and it's like, okay, we didn't trust God to not to stop us from having babies. We went to the doctor and had him, right? Give mm-hmm. us the vasectomy. Mm-hmm. So now that we want it reversed, we can't turn around and say, okay, God, you're just going to do this miraculously, which yeah. you could, but yeah. you know, it's, mm-hmm. we got to do our part. So we right. went to get the vasectomy reversed and the doctors told us it was $15,000 out of pocket because it's an wow. elective, you know, right? it's reversing something they already did. Right. I don't know about y'all. I didn't have fifteen thousand dollars. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't even, I don't even know what that is. We ain't got that. So you know, we prayed, and then we did some more research, and we found a doctor who does this at a fraction of the cost. I think he did it for like five thousand dollars because of a situation that he had. So that's all he does is reverse vasectomies. He said God has called him to do that. Okay. So we went out there. He did the reversal. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa. We traveled. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. And we came back and nothing. Mm. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And it was it was heartbreaking, right? It was just, it really was. Mm-hmm. The reversal, it did not work. It mm-hmm. just didn't. And so, and this is another, you know, in our marriage, I mean, Van, I remember he was crying. He was crying mm-hmm. in the bed one night. I don't know if you're on your knees or whatever. He was crying about, you know, this baby thing. And mm-hmm. I... I think I felt I was so exhausted, spiritually exhausted from asking God to heal Braden, heal Braden. It didn't yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like I don't have the energy, spiritual energy to sit here and pray about this. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it, mm-hmm. um, you know, but when I saw Van that day, I was like, okay, you know what, Lord, maybe we need to try a little harder. Mm-hmm. And so we said, we'll try in vitro. And the immediate response was, we didn't have $15,000 for the reversal. We don't have $15,000 for in vitro. Mm-hmm. 20,000. <laughs> but, you know, we're like, you know what? Let's just still, we don't know. You don't know until you try. Right. So we met with the doctor and it was fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. But he told us that they had a program where they would try it six times. If it doesn't work, you get your money back. Wow. And you could pay it like a car note, mm-hmm. you know, so just pay it monthly for some however years. And so we said, okay, we'll try that. And because I wasn't working, they denied us. They wanted both people to be able to pay, you know, on the hook for this, right. for the bill. Mm-hmm. So we got denied. But the doctor was like, you know what? I, with everything that's happened to you guys, I'm going to give you guys professional courtesy. My nurses will get the medications for you. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, again, this is oh, again, Van mm-hmm. working at that hospital. Mm-hmm. And he gave him professional courtesy because, you know, he worked at Anne Arundel. Mm-hmm. And Man, I don't even remember how much it was. Whatever, we might have paid a thousand dollars when it was all said and done. Oh and the doctor goodness. said, "We'll do it one time, one shot. We'll try it." 
Wow. And one shot, and we have our Sydney Sailor watch. Oh, so, my oh God bless. Man, wow. that's awesome. That's what a awesome. miracle. Yeah, that's, yeah, she, that's, yeah, really, really, really. Wow. Really that's, Praise that's awesome. God. That is, um, mm. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm in awe because yeah. there are things that just sometimes you just won't understand, right? Right. Unless yeah. you've been through them. And so mm-hmm. just listening to you guys tell this story and just, you know, I, I know that when you guys were going through it, there are times where it probably didn't feel like this. But yeah. just hearing the story, man, what I sense, right, is just even through the ups and downs and the times when you were angry and the times when you were frustrated. All in all, though, I just see this this sense of like strength. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, as you guys went through this and and together and as a as a team and even through the ups and downs and then to come, you know, come through that process and have these blessings on the other end, another child and uh, a ministry where you are actually pouring into the lives of other individuals who mm. who have done this is just it's mm-hmm. phenomenal to me. Yeah. I just I'm in awe of that's, that. That's nothing but God. I, I am. I'm, yes, in all, I'm in all of that. Yeah. And, I, and I'm and i really grateful that you are willing to mm-hmm. share because every, everybody's yeah. not willing to share. And, 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 as you, and that's okay. And that's what, I was about, yeah. that's what I was about to say. Like, that's not even a requirement. Right. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I appreciate you guys taking the time to, and I didn't even officially ask you guys for trade secrets because I was just letting you, you, you were spewing them out. I don't know if you knew that or not, but just, you know, what you guys have been saying, even from the beginning, just talking about, you know, you know, meshing the two uh, individuals together all the way through this story. And then the, on the other side, we just appreciate everything that you have shared with us. And we just Mm want to, we want to know how to get a hold of you. But before we do that, we just want to play a very quick game with you. It's a, something we do with all of our guests, just so that the listeners can kind of get to know you a little bit. So, babe, talk about that. So we are going to play what we call the 60-second Think Fast. And it's really simple, even though we're going to put you under pressure and put 60 seconds on the <laughs> timer. <laughs> but what we do is we ask you 10 questions, and each question has a choice it's two you can pick between two answers for example what's your favorite color red or blue and you have to pick one of those and so there's 10 questions and we'll alternate van i'll ask you a question and then simona i'll ask you a a question and we'll just go back and forth like that until we get through all 10 questions all right sounds good okay ollie set the timer to put us under a little bit of pressure and You guys can let us know when you're ready. Who's first? Um, Simona, we can go with you first. <clears throat> okay, we're ready. All okay. right, here we go. Here we go. Simona, see the movie or read the book? Uh, the movie. <laughs> Van, summer or winter? Summer. Simona, morning person or night owl? Oh, morning. Van, small town or big city? Small town. Simona, car or truck? Truck. Van, gym or outdoor exercise? Outdoor exercise. Simona, tropical island or ski resort? Mm, tropical island. <laughs> Van, action movie or comedy? Action movie. Simona, baseball or football? <laughs> football. 
baseball boring. <laughs> <laughs> Last one, Van. Try a new dish or play it safe. Try a new dish. Awesome. With nice. 10 yeah, seconds to spare. <laughs> All sorts of time to spare. <laughs> Listen, we appreciate you guys again. We can't thank you enough. Um, how can we, um, because I said at the beginning, for those of you who are listening, that uh, Simona has a book and she um, has been on several stages. How can we get a hold of you? How can we book you? Where can we get the book? How can we connect with you? Um, my website, SimonaWatts.com. And then, you know, my handle is Simona Watts. I'm on YouTube, I'm on Instagram, and I'm on Facebook, but really on Instagram and YouTube. If you just Simona Watts, and you can find me there, S-A-M-O-N-N-A-W-A-T-T-S. Excellent. And we'll have that in the show description as well for, for those of you who did not write that down. You can go ahead and make sure that you pick up that book, make sure that you connect. Uh, <clears throat> What's Simona. the title of the book? Oh, the, the title of the book is Trusting When It Doesn't Make Sense. Mm-hmm. Trusting when it doesn't make sense. And guys, can I just, I just want to give one last uh, piece of advice to the listeners. Please do. It's just quick. This is the, the thought that I always have that helps me make it through. And I hope that it helps you make it through too. The devil is responsible for the death of my child. I'm not giving him anything else. Mm. And so when you think about your marriage, whatever you've gone through in your life, you know, if it's bad, it's because of the enemy. Don't give him your marriage. Don't give you know. Don't give him anything. Mm-hmm. He's not getting that from me, and that kind of helps me to keep my mind right and focused. Wow, I that's, love that. That's great advice too. Don't don't give the enemy anything else. I love that. How's so that for you, a trade secret? Yeah, that's that's gold. So as you go through, those of you who are listening, as you go through whatever may be the hard times in your in your lives, the mm-hmm. hard times in your marriage. Um, just remember to remember one that you're a team yeah, and approach it from the team concept. And like Simona just said, do not allow the enemy, do not give the enemy anything, anything else. else. I love that. That's great. Listen, guys, we are so appreciative. Thank you so much. We just pray God's blessing on your family, Mm -hmm. on your ministry. Yeah. You are an inspiration to many. Yes. Like you may not, I don't know if you hear that. You probably don't hear that as often as you probably should hear it. Mm-hmm. But we are just letting you know that we are in awe um, of you guys. And we appreciate you taking the time to share something that's difficult to share. Yeah. Um, so I just appreciate that because that's not something you have to do right. at all. Mm-hmm. So we do not take that lightly at all. Mm-hmm. We just pray God's blessing on you. This has been another episode of Trade Secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.